Hello friends and welcome back to Hello Holoy again. And guess who I have back again, even though I really didn't want to have him here. <laughs> okay, so number one, you here. And number two, I thought we were doing the iCarly opening theme song. <laughs> hey guys, it's Juno. Um, it's nice to be back, I guess. Oh, yeah, I wanted to do the iCarly opening theme song, but then it was like, do I want a lawsuit, though? And I really don't want a lawsuit, so... And then she thought about guess... how she can't even edit, so she was like, I can't deal with a lawsuit. I can't even cut and paste. Uh, that's not very nice. Okay, well, Juno, since I have you back here, you guys know that we're going to be talking about a fun topic. That's right, we're talking about dating again. And since we did red flags last time, we're doing green flags. For all you colorblind people, I hope you can follow this podcast. I'm crying. Not the colorblind people. Oh! <laughs> so... As always, I'm going to break this up into subcategories and Juno and I are going to bounce back and forth between our opinions on the topics and our experience with these topics. Um, our podcast today is called The Green Flags in Dating and what you want in a partner, what you should want in a partner. So my first green flag is one that is very near and dear to my heart. And it, I'm starting off strong with if they have a clean room and a clean car and are and overall, just have good hygiene. That is mm. a green flag, okay? Mm. <laughs> Thoughts? Mm -hmm. Thoughts? Uh. Um, yeah, definitely a clean room. Um, but for me, hygiene is a big thing. Like, I don't think I could go... I don't think I could date someone that, like, doesn't know how to fix an odor problem. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like... Period. Like, I know maybe some people have, like, health issues, but I just really can't do the odor. You know, that's like... Um, well, not us talking about green flags, and I'm here. Here's my red flag. <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, have a clean room, definitely. Definitely, hello. Do you want to dig in? Are you Are you calling someone out, or what is this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To be fair, I feel like you can't talk about green flags. Well, the reason we have these green flags, these standards is because we've dealt with the opposite end of the spectrum, which is the red flag. Um, yes, to me, someone's living environment says a lot about them. If they're the type of person who is messy in the like in their room and in a car and like overall, they're going to be messy in a relationship. That's just the tea. I'm sorry. So it's kind of a green flag to me if they are, you know, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm also in the military and I've met guys who are like, I don't shower every day. Why do I need to? And I was like, oh, that's not how that works. The body sweats every um, day. <laughs> yeah, girl. I'm like, okay, cool. You're nice to your pores, but not to the people around you. <laughs> I'm like, if you're doing it, at least figure out something that'll make you not smell like a rotting banana. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's Musty, when they crusty, just... dusty. That's when they just shower and axe spray. And I'm like, that is not the same as showering. <laughs> that's not. It's not. <clears throat> There's a red flag yes. right there. Showering so yourself our... in axe, axe body spray. <laughs> yes. It's so middle school. It's giving middle school locker room. That's what it's giving. <laughs> But 
anyway, so that's my first green flag. We're starting off basic. Our second topic is mm-hmm. one that we talk about a lot, and it is just someone who can overall match your energy. I mentioned this so much because I think it is like the number one priority that people should have when it comes to dating. And when I talk about matching energies, I'm not talking about someone that likes the exact same things you like. I'm talking about someone who is just able to like compromise with you or like understand that you care about something and is willing to put in some amount of effort because you care about something like to meet you halfway. So mm-hmm. if they can't if they can do that, if they understand that they're going to have to compromise and like care about the things you care about or like if let's say, you know, you like going out and they don't, but they're willing to go out with you sometimes, I would call that a green flag. Yeah. And you know, we talk about energy so much. We should have like a little, like a little sound effect that goes with it whenever we go energy, and then it's just. (laughs) 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 Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Like, energy is so important because like you can't bounce off of each other if you only have power on one side. You know. Um. You can't volley if your enemy has no hands or something like that something like that in tennis i don't know um (laughs) anyway yeah yeah i know there is sometimes sometimes there are like relationships where like you know one person's more introverted than the other like kind of like an uh an opposites attract sort of deal and like that's fine too that's fine too when we talk about an energy is like if you have differences you have something to like make up for it you know what i mean yeah i feel like that's also important like because, <clears throat> like, for example, person A likes to party, very extroverted. Person two is not very extroverted, you know, kind of more of a homebody. And, like, even though they're clashing like that, there may be things where they make up for, like, the clash of energy with something else. Maybe they're both, like, really into cooking and, like, their passion is a lot stronger that it doesn't really matter. The energy and, like, their passion is strong enough that, it doesn't matter if they're opposites, you know what I mean? Just like yeah. finding finding something that like matches both of your levels cuz I feel like some people are too focused on the tiny things that it becomes like relationships become dry when there's like a lack of depth. Like Shrek once said. Oh my god, I hate you. I can't. Not you. Are we going to sing All Star? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> No, the lawsuit. The lawsuit. <laughs> Not the lawsuit. Um, yes. No, I 100... Honestly, I think matching energies is a good term, but I almost want to say that what we're thinking of is, like, balance in relationships. Like, I think mm, everyone mm. wants to be able to balance in their love life, right, with their partner. Like, I'm not even talking about going out, someone who wants to go out, and someone who doesn't want to go out, like, let's think even more, like, even, like, work ethic-wise, right? Because you don't want to be in the type of relationship where, like, one of you is fucking unemployed and the other one is, like, busting their ass working a nine-to-five every day. Like, that is not attractive. It's like, oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, my boyfriend or girlfriend works and I stay home all day playing on Minecraft. Okay, well, there seems to be an imbalance in that relationship to me yeah imbalances like that lead to a lot of issues you know like like jealousy could come into play or like feeling overshadowed you know like 
It's really important to look at those balances. Well, yeah, because, like, when you're dating, you're a team, and if one of you is just sitting on the bench while the other one is playing the game, it's like, bro, how are we going to win? How are we going to win if you're on the bench? Exactly. Period. Um, That is period. Period. Um, Okay, number three. Oh, my God, this is such a green flag. It is, like, this is one of my biggest turn-ons, like, when I'm talking to someone and they can do this, right? This green flag Mm -hmm. is when you can bring a partner into a new group setting and like they find a way to try to interact with people like let's say you bring your introverted person out right to a party and like I understand that social settings Mm -hmm. might be difficult for them but if they at least try to mingle with people that is such a green flag to me because it's always concerning to me when you have to like parent your partner because they can't handle themselves in new settings yeah <clears throat> for me when i look when i look at this bullet point i think of you know do you ever have those moments where it's like your friend brings in someone they're seeing or someone they like newly started dating so you're like scanning the hell out of them you know what i mean it's kind of like i think of that when i look at this bullet point because it's nice to be able to get along with your significant other's friends like they don't have to be your friends. That's not what we're asking. It would be great. But what we're asking is, like, you get along with them, you know? Like, you talk to them. You put an effort into knowing them. Because if this person's going to be in your life, then so will their surroundings, you know? Yeah. Um, And, like, it's not even just friends. But I also think, like, when you have a meet your family, do they know, like, how to get along with them, you know? Because... If, like, in Filipino culture, like, if you bring in someone um, and they don't know how to interact with people, people are going to talk about them. They're like, yeah, the energy's not matching. Like, I wasn't acknowledged. Like, I didn't feel respected. It just felt like a visitor and a shadow there, you know? Mm-hmm. You want someone that, like, knows how to balance. And, you know, like, it's hard for some people who are, like, socially awkward and stuff. But, you know, the least you can do is if someone talks to you, then you say something back and you keep a smile on, you know? Yes. You don't act like a piece of broccoli, like you're in a museum looking at the paintings because you're, you're participating. Oh, you're there. you don't act like you're <laughs> at a museum. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> not around the family. Okay, hello. Don't say anything offensive. <laughs> but, I don't want to cut things no. again. A hundred percent on the Filipino thing, because my mom definitely, even if you're not a romantic interest, anytime I brought home anyone and they were, like, not engaging, she's been like, oh, who's that friend of yours? Mm -hmm. You stick out as that friend that didn't interact, or Mm -hmm. that person. Yeah. Um... Period. Amen. Literally, my parents, sometimes my mom will be like, I don't like that friend. And I'm like, um, (laughs) do you even know her? And she's like... She just didn't talk. The energy wasn't there. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, like... <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> go off, queen. Go off, tita. <laughs> but, like, no, I kind of... I kind of agree with that, too. Because, like, I understand people are socially awkward. But there comes a certain point where you need to be able to, like, work through the things that, you know, you struggle with and work past the things that are uncomfortable like you need to be able to get out of your comfort zone sometimes like even if that means just like you know asking how their day was like simple surface level questions it's better to say something than nothing at all in like a social setting so yeah 
Um, and if like the, if this is something you actually struggle with, like medically, we're not like telling you to like fix yourself. Pronto. We're just saying know how to like be a, an actual person in a new event, in a new setting. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, oh my gosh, does that also sound mean? But like, just know how to know how to um, blend with the surrounding, or like at least know how to reciprocate. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Reciprocate, that's a good Because, like, yeah, and half of it isn't even speech. You gotta, like, I guess you don't necessarily have to have a conversation with people. Because, like, part of it's body language, too. Like, you just have to be in the moment. Mm. Like, if you're mm. able to engage and be present in the moment. Like, if you are on your phone at a social gathering with people that, you know, your significant other cares mm. about, that's going to come across wrong. Yeah, and, like, a lot of this is just thinking about how... You would think if you were that other person, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, if I were to sit in this corner and be on my phone until my significant other leaves, how would I think I would come across? Yes. Versus, like, if you, like, you know, just smile, wave at people. You don't even have to start a conversation. Smile, wave, say hi, stick around, you know? Yes. Like, big difference. Big difference. And no conversation is even needed. Yes, period. Yep. As Ursula once said, it's, <laughs> don't forget about the body language. <laughs> Not us quoting <laughs> Ursula and Shrek, stop. What's going on? <laughs> I know, I'm really on something right now. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm going to kind of ease our way into the next topic, which, okay, this is kind of a fun one, but when I think this is a green flag, when your drama or your beef becomes your significant other's beef, like when they care enough to get invested in your life drama. So like something that I noticed about my parents, like even when I was younger, like my mom or dad would like bitch about their coworkers, and then the other one would be like, oh my God, I hate her. Or they'd be like, oh my God, tell me about so and so like literally my dad I remember my mom would come home from work and my dad would be like hey how was like I don't know Andrea Andrea this day at work like was she a bitch again or like like it's like it's like so I don't know one it's like nice because it's like it shows that your partner likes to listen to you and two it's just like oh it's so nice to have someone to spill tea with like yeah um, for that, though, I want to put a boundary because when I read this bullet point, I'm like, I'm going to disagree with her so fast. But now that you explain it, like, I'm like, I understand. But also when you say your drama is their drama, don't be like, you know, minding, like getting into their business, though. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Don't like go out of your way to go up to a coworker and be like, I've been hearing you, you know, like that kind of thing. But just like get your drama is their drama in a sense of like, you know, like. You can talk about drama at work and your partner would reciprocate. Not, not, you know what I mean? Oh. Does that make sense? Is that kind of what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, I guess I meant more like someone to spill tea with. Like, I, like, I think it's a green flag when you can talk to your partner like they're one of your girlfriends or guy friends. And you're like, oh my God, this bitch. And they're like, girl, yeah. sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that. Um, I don't know. To me, it's, it's like. It's such a, like, okay, they passed the vibe check, check type thing. Um, anyway, I'm 
that, that was just a quick one. Um, my next topic is, oh my God, this is so important because I oh. see, yeah, you know what I'm about to bring up. I've seen this too many times, too many times people are okay with dating someone that is not over their ex. Let me tell you something. If someone mm. says to you, I'm not over my ex and you say that's okay and you keep dating them, what are you doing? No. If someone tells you I'm over my mm -hmm. ex and I'm ready to start over and like I'm in a healthy mind space, that is such a green flag. I'm sorry. It's a green flag if they tell you they're over their ex. Yes, definitely. Because, you know, like if there are people, there are definitely people out there, especially with our generation and, you know, like it really depends on the people because, you know, we're... We're kind of old-fashioned sometimes-ish, sometimes-ish. Um, but, you know, like, people nowadays will just, like, hop on, like, the weekend after, you know? Like, even if it's just, like, a hookup or whatever. But um, I think what I want to say ties more onto our next bullet point, which is basically, like, the green, the major, the greatest, the biggest, the biggest, greenest flag is the... Comf is the comfort of um, communicating with your significant other or like with someone that you're talking to where you are in the relationship and what you're looking for. They're just communicating expectation and all that stuff, which is something that I've been working on lately. You know, like when I've been seeing people like when we have a point in time where it's appropriate to talk about something serious like that, I always bring up like, hey, like, I just want to let you know, like I am orient like relationship oriented, but at the moment, like, I'm just trying to explore things, so I'm not really trying to, like, you know, get tied down. Yeah. Just, like, just communicating that kind of stuff, you know, because that avoids so many things. Like, if if you're seeing someone that's, like, if you're seeing someone that's easily attached or very sensitive, that just, like, put things aside. Like, they know what to expect. They know how to move forward. They're not playing the guessing game. Yeah, no, this is definitely one of the, like, communication bullet points like I feel like a lot of this falls under communication and this is one of them like it's just important to like if you're not over your ex please let the person you are seeing know mm -hmm. be like hey I just get out of a relationship so they know so they can put boundaries up so they don't get hurt because just because you got out of a relationship yeah. and are freshly wounded does not mean the next person wants to be freshly wounded <laughs> Yeah, can I can I add on something? Yes. I didn't want to I didn't mean to bounce away so far from the there over the X's bullet point. No, it's okay. Um but just like <clears throat> you know, it's kind of like doing shrooms. Oh, hello. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't want to bounce away from the topic, you but to, <laughs> you <laughs> you have to be in a good headspace to go into it. You know what I mean? You can't just force it or you're not going to have a good time in the long run. Um and like we're talking about green flags, but I'm going to talk about red flag real quick. One red flag that I have, unless it was clearly reciprocated or the energy was there, is just talking about your ex. And I feel like people who aren't ready to move over or are still trying to get over their ex tend, tend to talk about their ex a lot. And they don't notice it. Hmm. And also when, when you're not over your ex, sometimes you, like what you said, you have walls up, but you also have like specific expectations that like might ruin your energy with this new person you know um something that like reminds you of your ex or something that you expected from your ex but like you know you know i'm kind of like mumbling you know what i'm trying to say though? no i totally agree um 
I think talking about exes, so there's a difference to me between talking about an ex and being over your ex. Like, I, I'm sorry, I'm a nosy person, so I definitely ask people about their exes. I'm like, so, what was your last relationship like? Because I want to know, I'm sorry, I'm horrible. I want to know if you were the red flag or if they were the red flag. That's why I'm usually asking. (laughs) All right, guys. (laughs) Um, Filipino word of the day, chismosa. Yeah, <laughs> which means someone who likes to gossip. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's the Filipino in me. I told you I like tea. I'm like, tell mm. me the tea. But um, oh yeah, we know. <laughs> but anyway, I don't. So like, to me, if you're just talking about like, oh, here's this experience I had with my last relationship. Okay, fine, whatever. But like, yeah, no, if you're like constantly bringing up your ex, like you go to see a movie and you're like, oh, my ex used to watch this movie. I'm going to be like, um, (laughs) I'm going to be like, that's so crazy. She's not here, but (laughs) that's so crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It's like something small, some small thing happened that reminded you of your ex and you start trauma dumping and you're like, wow, I literally just put butter on my popcorn. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, yes. (laughs) What do you mean your ex used to throw popcorn at you when he yelled at you? (laughs) I was just putting on butter. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I'm crying in the club, honestly. Um, Anyway. Well, since we kind of already talked about this, this is another communication bullet point, I feel, but I'm going to end on this topic because I feel like it's pretty Mm. important and it can be the closing topic. But if your partner is comfortable, and especially if, if the person you're seeing is the one to bring up the DTR talk, like they want to define the relationship and they ask you what are we? Like, what do you want to be? What do you want out of this? That is such a green flag to me. Like, if someone is willing to be like, hey, what are you looking for out of this? What's up? Yo. Huh? I'm I'm, I'm spacing on what DTR is. Define the relationship. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, honey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm like down to down to what? <laughs> you know, I almost put DTF in the slideshow notes to be fair, so it's okay. <laughs> the DTF talk? What? <laughs> um I'm Yeah. But no, literally, like, okay, maybe this is to me, this is not first. I wouldn't say this is first date topic. I don't like bringing this up on the first date because you don't know each other yet. So I don't think it's fair to ask someone, what are you looking for on the first date? Because you don't know each other yet, so you don't know what you're looking for from that particular person. However, if you've been on, like, I think this is a solid, like, second or third date topic. Because it's like, okay, I hung out with you once or twice. Maybe we could talk about what we're interested in with each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I feel like this is is a good bullet point to, like talk about this because i know there are people out there that don't know how to approach this yep like i feel i personally didn't know how to approach this until like last year honestly so dig deep Haloy, dig deep what do you mean it's nice to know what other people like it's nice to know like how other people approach it compared to like you know other people that are listening oh you mean wait <laughs> are you saying like, the talk the talk 
Oh, yeah. Like the talk. Yeah, I, well, I just kind of say whatever pops in my head. So I literally will be like, so what are we doing? I literally am like, what are we doing here? <laughs> are we going? <Yeah. laughs> but um, I don't know. You can't get uncomfortable with this topic. I know it's like, I think it's only uncomfortable yeah. because people think it's uncomfortable and you're scared about how the other person will react. But the thing is, if you bring up, yeah. if you approach this topic and the other person gets, you know, you can't control how they react. If they react poorly to you bringing up this topic, then that's on them. That's not on you. It just means that that's not the person that you need to define the relationship with then or be in that kind of relationship with then, yeah. in my opinion. Because I'm not going to wait. I'm sorry. If you are the type of person where you try to have the define the relationship talk and you wait, and, like, your partner's like, I don't know, and you're willing to wait for, like, months until you get a response, I'm sorry, no. No, this is, like, a people should, like, we're in our mid-20s to, like, you know, early 30s. People should know what they want by now, like, to an extent. And like I said, after, like, a couple dates in, if someone can't be like, oh, here's where I'm at, there's a problem. Yeah, and I just want to add something. If you're someone... Just going back to, like, if you're someone who doesn't know, like, when to bring it up, think of it as, like, think of it as, like, a little edible. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mushrooms, edibles. Like, <laughs> Shrek. 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 I Ursula. I onions. Layers. Um, think of it as, like, think of it like an edible. Like, <laughs> like, when is it too early and when is it too late? You know, like, bringing this up. Um, you're like, okay, well, I want to... If you're someone who wants to communicate more, but you're like, I don't know how to fucking tackle this part of dating. Um, how I think of it is like, you don't want it to linger too long because then things get confusing. And then when things get confusing, that's when it gets messy. But then you also don't want it. You don't, it's not something you want to bring up early because you don't want to come across as like someone strong. So somewhere like, I would say, I, me personally, I bring this up when I feel that there's... Um, when there's an additional layer, <laughs> when there's an additional layer of um, closeness to the relationship, you know, like if it if it was a friends with benefits, maybe like three hookups later, like you're feeling that there's more to the intimacy or like if you're dating someone, maybe like three dates later when you're starting to like text each other every day and your conversations start to feel more like a couple's conversation other than like um just starting to see each other conversation that's when i usually bring it when something feels like a step just was just taken and you want to make sure like you know the right path to go as you continue to take more steps yeah i would say when there's been some form of progression too is the time to have that talk mm -hmm. um yeah yeah for sure Okay. Well, anyway, those are pretty much all the bullet points I had. And I feel like we ended on a nice topic, too. So I'm going to call it good friends. And yeah. that was our green flags of dating, even though we did talk about red flags, too. <laughs> Sorry, we can't help it. That's our favorite color. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and guys, I know I know this is I know this is Haloy's podcast. But if there are any important green flags that you miss out on, I'm sure you can send them to Haloy. And then if they're really, you know, if they're worth mentioning, <laughs> um, maybe it'll be like something we can bring up in the future. Because, you know, like, I'm, I know I'm speaking for you, Haloy, but um, like we talk about our standards and everything, but, you know, everyone's different. So it's also nice to hear like from other people 
Um, and then there are things that we forget. Yes. You know. But yeah, a great topic. I feel like it was a good talk. I feel like maybe if someone, you know, listened to us up to the 26-minute mar- mark, I, they definitely learned something. Yes. Uh, anyway, friends, that is all we've got. And like Juno said, if you ever feel like you want to hear something particular uh, for us to talk on, let me know. Or Juno, you, well, most of you have his Snapchat. So you can hit him up and be like, hey, I saw I'm you crying. on that podcast. <laughs> Um, but anyway, we will see you next week. And thank you, Juno, for sitting in. Yes, thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.